Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the House of Chingasos. Uh, in studio with me, my co-host, the High Priest of Madness, Mr. Big Steve Sal. What up, Steve? How's it going, man? Hey, How's dude, it going? It's, it's crazy to have you in studio. People don't know this, or a lot of people do, but a lot of people don't. That You've been my best friend since, how long has it been? We first met each other in kindergarten, and then we became best friends. I think with third grade, yeah. and it was love at first sight. <laughs> That's yeah. some are envious of, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Ed, <laughs> uh, yeah, and so became best friends when we were like in fourth grade, right? Yeah. And ever since, since that man, like it's been it's been a fun ride. Yeah, and so we're like, and you know what? The, the funny thing about this is that. Uh, only recently, how long has it been since you moved like three streets down? I moved moved down back from Houston in uh, April, man. So just a little over a month. It's been a month already. Yeah, bro. Oh wow. Yeah. Time flies fucking fast, doesn't it, dude? Yeah. So yeah, so. Uh, Chill, yeah. yeah, it does. So like, well, if if you move if you're moving three streets down, uh, and I'm here, and I've been I've been at home injured from a from an ankle injury that I got on the job, so I really can't do shit. How the hell did that happen, man? I was getting chased by a dog Ooh, while I was on the mail route, <laughs> and I stepped on a curb. That's such an unsexy story, though, right? What kind of dog? <sighs> Chihuahua. <laughs> no, no, uh, it's such an unsexy story. Like I got, I got to, I got to recalculate the story I tell people, right? Like when I'm out at a bar and just like, they're like, hey, we haven't seen you here in a while. What happened? Like, well, I hurt my ankle, <laughs> and um, there was, I was out on the route. I heard yeah. screams, yeah. <laughs> and there was a. Uh, there was a scent of smoke in the air, and I heard a baby crying. So I ran. I'm a hero. So I ran into the burning fire, took out the baby, and uh, fortunately for me, uh, there was a hot single mom who was raising it, who I then copulated with. As a grand, as the grand prize. For my heroism, <laughs> my heroic, my selfless act. Yeah. Nah, I just fucking stepped on a curb and just fucking rolled my ankle and fucking fell like, Damn, a, like a loser with the satchel on and everything. With the satchel All on the and everything, bro. Just like I'm just there, like on the floor, dude, like <laughs> dude. writhing. Right, Damn, dude. And then since I'm walking, bro, well, I gotta fucking, I gotta get, I gotta get my ass back up, you know, and then finish, finish what I'm doing so I can get back to the, get yeah. back to the truck. So. Yeah, the job got done, bro, because nothing <laughs> stops the United States Postal Service. Question. <laughs> no, it's it's good to it's good to have you back sure. in studio and uh, and uh, let the madness commence. <laughs> so, I mean, for background's sake, dude, um, a lot you and I we kind of have the same background, right? Yeah. Man. Um, we grew up in a very traditional. Christian, Pentecostal, Baptist kind of a mixture of a household, right? Yeah. Uh, in my church, they would uh, speak in tongues. Yeah. Which th th there's a there's a funny. I'm gonna keep like interrupting myself with with my own stories, but there's a funny YouTube where like it teaches you how to speak in tongues. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> for like for like aspiring for, like pastor with the Pentecostal. Where's that and, video? And, at? Dude, I'll, I'll try to find that's it, but it's terrible. It's basically. Uh, what, what, what are the, the words that you got to say over and over again? Like, how do you buy a Hyundai? 
how do you buy a Hyundai? Oh, and, then, yeah. and, and right, and then like you just keep saying that, like, how do you buy a Hyundai? How do you buy a Hyundai? And then like it sounds like you're speaking in tongues. Yeah, right? or something about she bought a Honda or something. Oh, she like bought, that. yeah, some, some <laughs> shit like that. I've seen she somebody bought, else she, making about yeah. fun of that. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, man, like that's that's kind of the the church we grew, we were indoctrinated into the charismatic movement. The charismatic movement, man. And, um, yeah, dude. Well, um, I was a full fledged believer till about. My mid twenties, yeah. right? Funny enough, I was also a Republican, <laughs> that which coincided along with my evangelicalism. It's like I don't know if you can have one without the other, man. You know, like today you can't. There's no more like like Ayn Rand Republicans who were just Republican on, you know, free markets and ideology, and then politics, yeah. and then just completely not they immersed into one. Yeah. But then, so I guess I lost my religion in my late 20s, maybe. Mm-hmm. And then um, I, I mean, it's, it's not, not to say that I don't agree with a lot of what Republicans stand for, especially like when it comes to like tradition and family values and, you know, keeping the families together, the importance of, you know, fathers and, you know, stuff like stuff like that and patriotism. You know, some stuff on the borders. I, I, I agree a lot with the Second Amendment. I agree with a lot of that stuff. Yeah. But then when it comes to, like, economics, it's just like, God damn it, you guys are fucking ridiculous. And just you know? the, the current state of the political atmosphere, man, it's toxic, you know? It's like, who the hell are they representing, man? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't understand how anybody thinks that what's going on right now represents them personally, dude. You know? It's just a lot of, like, uh, riling up the troops, you know, getting people angry, getting people emotional. It's like, hey, man... Have you looked at your pocketbook? You know, have you looked at your economic status? You know, I mean, it seems like things are are, are not uh, going in a, in a good direction for people in general, dude. It's just those are the top are winning. And I guess the everyday American is just figuring out when is it going to get good for them? You know? <laughs> yeah. You see, but a lot of that is just perception also. You know what I mean? Like, um, for example, I'm doing better this year. I mean, I mean, OK, so I mean. I'm doing as good as I would be doing, yeah. you know, regardless of, of who's in office. Right. But yet, like, there's still a perception that things are just are things are bad for everyone else. Because Joe Biden's in office. Be- because Joe Biden's in office yeah. or because of whatever. Like, so, like, I think there's a saying that goes, it's a recession when you think it's bad for everyone else, but you're doing fine. It's a depression when it finally hits you, <laughs> you know, uh, like mentally. Yeah. yeah so, I mean. I don't know, dude, but uh, I guess we'll we'll get into all that. But let's finish our little introduction here first. So, um, as far as like as far as, as far as politics goes, um, I don't really have a party, man. You know, like um, in the current kind of climate that we are in, if a right winger points out something about Biden that's just like demonstrably false mm. and you just call it out and say, dude, that's not really true. Mm. Oh shit. You're a fucking, you're riding with Biden or what, bro? Yeah. You know, you, you're a Biden supporter. You're fucking Democrat, liberal, turn off CNN, bro. Yeah. And it's like, first of all, like, what the fuck dude? Like slow down, man. Like right. you, don't, you don't have to get so, but then I understand it because I was like that too. Yeah. Like when I was in the fucking Fox News nightly. Yeah. Like watching Bill O'Reilly every night and Sean Hannity. And I thought these guys were like (laughs) Glenn Beck and Rush Limbaugh. And I thought these guys were like the, like the intellectual truth tellers. You know what I mean? Like oracles of truth. (laughs) It's just like, and you look back at it now and like, God damn, man. Like what a 
<laughs> fucking sheep, dude. Like, yeah. like seriously, man. Like, to think that Rush Limbaugh had your best interest at heart, yeah, or man. to think that Glenn Beck has yeah. your best. These guys wouldn't eat at the same table with you. No, they wouldn't. You know, or Trump has their best interest. This guy wouldn't. This guy wouldn't even invite you into his into onto his table to to share a meal. Yeah, there was. I don't know if you've heard. This is funny, but there uh, there was a. <laughs> There was a contest, right? For like during his campaign, there was there was an actual contest where like if you donated, you got entered into a raffle to have <laughs> to have dinner with Trump, right? And so chingles of people were were forking out their money, right, because they wanted to have dinner with Trump. Turns out that they didn't ring the fine print. Ooh. It was not Trump. It was a Trump cutout. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> like a like, yeah, cardboard dude. Cutout? Yeah, dude. Wow, there's like dude. a fucking dude, and then and then I think it was like a Trump cutout and like Giuliani or some shit. You know what I mean? the streets. <laughs> <laughs> that was so it's like, god damn, bro. Like the con never ends. You know what I mean? Like, that's <laughs> a no. These guys don't have anybody's interest at heart, man. And that's not to say that the, that the Democrats do. It's disappointing, man, to to realize all that stuff and to see that stuff coming to the forefront, like all the truth coming out of these guys. Like, damn, bro. Like, like for me, like. Like, I also feel like I'm starting not to have a political party, but I'm still, you know, I still lean right, dude. You know, I mean, I don't agree with much of the left, dude. But what I don't like about the right right now is is the whole tenor of the party, dude. Like, it seems like they want to just go out there and fight liberals, dude. And like, like physically, you know. What about Portland, bro? <laughs> what do you mean, Portland? <laughs> what about Black Lives Matter and Antifa? Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, I think there's a different time, man. You know, I mean. Yeah, it's it's like, and we, we're we're actually going to talk about this in a little bit, but because we got our those the stories that we want to cover yeah. the, that happened this this past week, but um, it does seem like the rides prepping for they're prepping themselves mentally, they're priming themselves for violence. Like you've been you've been hearing talks of like civil war, yeah, for a while now, and it's not coming from the left. And either. you saw January six, dude. Like for me, like, that was like. At the time, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm taking back the country because I was still like, you know, on Trump, Trump, Trump. But you think about it now, dude, that was, that was disgraceful, dude. I mean, yeah. is that really the best of our party, dude? Like, I mean, well, well, what's funny is that you and I both voted for Trump. Yeah, dude. We both voted for Trump in 2016. And I, I tell people this and they're like, no, bro, like you're a liberal. Yeah, people out there can see our voting records. Dude. I've never voted Democrat, dude. I've never voted Democrat. Nah, I don't think I ever will. But I tell you what, I'm not voting for what the Republican Party is offering today, man. I'm sorry, dude. Hell no. Hell no. Yeah. It's, I mean, they're not thinking. They're not thinking straight, man. They're yeah. what what the Republicans care about, they don't even care about candidate quality, man. Yeah. They don't care about winning elections, dude. No. Uh, what they care about is how can you make me feel good about my hatred of the left? Yeah. Right? Like, can you own the libs hard enough? Yeah, basically. Right. Yeah. Like there was a there was a, there was, what was it? There was a podcaster, man. I think his name's Benny Johnson or some fucked up shit like that, right? It's a, <laughs> it, 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 he put out a tweet. That said, it's almost time for a, a was it a dictatorship? Like America needs a dictatorship. Oh yeah, I saw that clip. Did you man. see that shit? Yeah, dude. Uh, and it's like, and somebody re retweeted him, and they like commented back saying like, uh, endorsing Hitler to own the libs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, dude. Like endorsing like the worst of the worst just because you hate the other side so much. Yeah. Like, these, yeah. No, go ahead, sir. No, it's like, well, I'm just to finish my thought. I think these people are just like the worst of the worst man like yeah you know just be just be like genuine about your about your beliefs right like yeah. if 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 you support trump for example dude i've there's 
a lot of good people that I know that support Trump, mm -hmm. right? And they've just, in my opinion, in my opinion, they've just been taken by the current of, you know, misinformation yeah. and perception that the Trump marketing team has been able to pull off uh, the greatest economy in history, <laughs> uh, you know, the lowest black you know, employment rates in history and yeah. the lowest Mexican rates in history. But did you know that right now, and again, this is just a fact, we have under sleepy fucking Joe Biden, bro, the guy <laughs> who's basically dead, yeah. weekend of Bernie's, man. Yeah. Uh, right now we have the lowest black unemployment in history. Yeah. Nobody wants to hear and, that. And dude. that's just a fact, bro. But you see, but like the difference here is marketing. Yeah, but where'd you get that from, CNN or what? <laughs> <laughs> That's a first Where'd you get that, MSNBC, bro? Yeah, turn that shit on, man. Turn on Fox, You can't bro. even talk right with these people because as soon as you say something that's remotely maybe borderline positive, bro, you're a liberal, bro. Dude, shut the fuck up, man. What the fuck's wrong with you, dude? Experience, man. Where's your fucking brain, man? Exactly. That's my experience, bro. And not, not to sound like an asshole, man, but you were kind of like that too. Yeah, I was, dude. Yeah, I was like that, dude, because I was real entrenched in the Fox News. And I'm being honest, dude. No. Watch that shit and watch the InfoWars and all that. And, yeah. and you feel like, man, they're connecting, they're talking about issues. And then they get you with your faith. You just believe a little bit of. of, of that's that's the connecting tissue, man. Yeah, dude. You just believe a little bit of, of the right, far right evangelical stuff. And you're just like, okay, we're on the same team. And then they're pulling one way, like, wait a second. And even though they're fucking up, it's like, well, I mean, that's my team. The, the left is a devil, so I don't have a choice. And that's how these fucking people right. feel, dude. That's the spot on point right there. Is yeah, that dude. like, it's like when you make out the other side to be like some like satanic baby eating, adrenochrome hunting, yeah, like, dude, like, like reptilian fucking like <laughs> monsters, you know, like, yeah. dude, you would vote for Hitler over those guys because it's the lesser of two evils, right? Yeah. Not that it's true or the reality, but that's. That's what you've been marinating in for years, man. Yeah. For years, like Obama was the Antichrist. Dude, how much? How many times when we were Republicans? Dude, when I was like, the, when I was in the the young Republicans at UTPA, now UTRGV, yeah. uh, did we not hear, man, by like mainstream conservative voices, how Obama was the Antichrist yeah. and how he hated America, an agent of Satan, and and how he's purposely trying to destroy the country. Yeah. And we're right. still here. And it's like eight years later, you're showing your ass, dude. Like yeah. these people showed their ass, but it's like they never learned. Yeah, I know. And now Biden's a communist. Yeah. Biden, dude. <laughs> fucking Biden's a communist. Damn, bro. <laughs> That's so stupid, dude. Biden's yeah. a communist. That's and but they believe it. It's because they hear people on Fox News saying shit like that, and they and they say it like with a fervor, with a passion, like, oh, that must be true. Dude, do your own fucking research, man. What the fuck's wrong with you? And like it and so then there's that you know, other dilemma, right? Do your own research. Yeah, dude. Like people have to know also how to be able to do research and how to like sift out through bad data and how to be able to like not let your your uh your uh your biases uh, interfere with uh, with your conclusions. You know, yeah. like people don't know those basic things about all these. All they go is to Fox News to read an article. I did my research, bro. Yeah, I did my research. But here's the thing, dude. And I think this is where people mess up big time. Whether you're on the left or the right, when you're just watching your side of the news only, you're you're bound to be fucked up. Like people yeah. that just watch Fox only, you've got to be all right. Tell yourself there's no boogeyman, and change the channel. And see what everybody's saying. Yeah. And then find what's going on. Like, try to pick where 
the truth is that because it's somewhere there. But to say, oh, I just saw Fox News and yeah, they said it on Fox. Like, dude, you're not going to get anywhere like that, right. Dude. Which and I used to watch a lot of like Daily Wire, man, mm-hmm. and Ben Shapiro, dude. And I thought this guy was like the facts over feelings, bro. Yeah. Like you know, like you know, you listen to me for like your straight up facts. <laughs> and then I would only listen to like those guys, right? Like Steve, yeah. like. On my way out of the right, I'll listen to Daily Wire, and Steven I was Crowder. the Stephen Crowders, and I was and I was comfortable yeah. because I figured, look, well, these guys are just giving me facts, right? Like, I, I'm not watching Fox News because I know that's propaganda. Yeah, but I'm watching Daily Wire. I'm watching their their tentacles. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm, I'm watching Daily Wire, and at least I know that these are the facts over your feelings, guy. Yeah. And, and that's another comfort zone, right? But then I started. I say, I said, you know what? Even even though I'm only watching like Daily Wire and I feel like ah, I'm somewhere where I should be, I'm gonna go one step further. I'm not only gonna listen watch listen to Daily Wire. I'm also gonna listen to uh, Kyle Kalinsky, mm-hmm. which is the Daily Wire equivalent on the left. I'm also gonna listen to David Pakman. <laughs> Pakman. <laughs> I'm also gonna listen to the Majority Report with Sam Cedar, right? And so now I'm listening to these these guys on the left. And I'm listening to Steven Crowder. I'm listening to Ben Shapiro. I'm listening to uh, Michael Knowles. Shout out how anybody still listens to Michael Knowles, right? But, <laughs> or Matt Walsh or any of these fucking, or the Daily Wire, you know, third stringers. Um, and at least I'll come to some sort of consensus. Like this is the right wing view. This is the left wing view. Facts versus facts. Yeah. And then we'll I'll, I'll meet it somewhere in the middle. Yeah. And as soon as I started doing that, man. I started realizing, holy shit, man. You mean Ben Shapiro isn't telling me the whole story? Yeah. You mean you mean there's something there's more to this? Yeah. Than what Ben Shapiro's saying? Yep. So either Ben Shapiro's doing what they all do and committing the whole lies by omission thing. <laughs> right? right. Oh, I just overlooked that or I just glossed over that part. Right. Or he has a he has an agenda. Yeah. Right. And Again, I'm on the left. You listen to these guys. But, you know, honestly, I can honestly say what I found is that these dudes on the on the they're a lot less hackier, man. Like they call out the Democrat business. dude. Like they have no loyalty to the Democrat Party. Yeah. I can't say the same for the Daily Wire guys, man. These guys are Republicans through and through because because that's where their money's at, bro. They, they don't have a choice. They right. Gotta, they got to do that. And, he, and even like when when the whole you know after the 2020 election and stop the seal and all that shit happened and all of these networks including Fox but OAN and Newsmax and they were all like in stuck between a rock and a hard place right because OAN and Newsmax they whatever Trump wanted bro yeah they just bent over and spread their cheeks man yeah. you know what I mean <laughs> and uh, yeah. and dude Trump was clapping those those OAN cheeks dude and. Yeah. Yeah. This Newsmax cheek and uh, trying to highbrow stop the steal, mm. like trying to do like this kind of more like intellectualized version of like this stupid, like this, like the stupid version, which is like Sidney Powell and the Kraken and you know, and China and <laughs> Venezuela and fucking yeah, bam, <laughs> bamboo ballads and all that kind of stupid shit. And, bamboo ballads. <laughs> and that's that's like the that's like for like how to how to steal an election for dummies yeah right and then there's like this whole other like trend like intellectualized it right like well the democrats uh they use covid to change uh voting procedures and uh and well we just don't know what effect it... so it's like okay 
despite all of that, right, we know that this thing went through the course, right? It went through the legal system 60 plus times. Yeah. Trump appointed judges, Republican attorney generals, state after state, audit after audit, <laughs> found nothing, right? Yeah. His own fucking guys are coming out and saying Bill Barr saying he's full of shit. You know what I mean? Like, like that's the tough part, man. Is the people that are close to him that are saying, "Hey, man, it, w- it wasn't the way they're saying." Like they're, right. they're coming out and they're they're kind of walking back a lot of the stuff that the campaign was putting out. Yeah. But, but for me, I'll just say like the way the, what, what 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 turned me off to what's going on on the right is I took a break from politics for a good while. Dude. I remember that. Yeah, I was out of. I just turned it off like totally, dude, like for a good maybe two two years. I, I got sick and I went to Houston. I just like totally disengaged. Man. It was like a news fast. Yeah, basically. And then so when I started watching again, you know, I'll go right back to my Fox News, like, wait, that doesn't sound right. You know, that doesn't sound like I guess because I had kind of stepped off the train, you know, and just let it die down a little bit, let it simmer down. And then you started watching it again, like from a new renewed perspective. And it's like, well, that's not right. That doesn't sound right. Or that seems kind of outlandish, far fetched, you know, and then you start googling and stuff like that's not true dude like you know and so i mean i don't have a specific example but that's i remember feeling that way dude you know so and i wonder if there's something to like the whole news fasting thing i recommend it for everybody man especially (laughs) because like what what i did notice and what i noticed with like unfortunately with my dad and stuff is that when you're constantly watching like fox news or when I was constantly watching Daily Wire, like they make their bones, like they make their money off of like trying to keep people angry and emotional, right? Like the whole target shit. And that's, that's what we're going to talk about. The whole culture war stuff. Like that's what keeps people coming back. It's like a daily pep rally. Right. And so if you're not like constantly like recharging like your anger battery, you know what I mean? Like, and you're you're completely like just like fast from that. Uh, and then you come back again, like it's kind of like you're wiping out your slate, like you're cleaning up your slate and you're just coming back yeah. fresh, which is impossible to do if you're constantly recharging that hate battery, you know? Yeah. And I'll tell you what, though, real quick, what what I also took a break from was church, dude, you know, and, and it's not that at my church or my ex church or whatever, however you want to say it, that they were particularly political. But a, a lot of the thoughts were like agreed with, you know, like whatever was going on politically on the right, like that's basically what the church, you know, was with. And I mean, I think taking a break from those two things, you know, it's important, man, because you got to really like get your bearings back, especially because like they seem to be one of the same, like as as of late, man. Like these preachers, I've heard some of these preachers, they sound like fucking lunatics, man. Greg Locke, Uh, (laughs) these Greg Locke and Kenneth Copeland and all these rich bastards, you know what I mean? Like who lobby for their who who lobby for their tax cuts and for their tax free status, man. And so they're they'll fucking. They'll latch their lips onto Trump's ball sack, yeah. airtight if they have to, man, to to keep their to keep their uh, their piece of the pie, yeah, to keep their benefits, man. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, I mean, to finish my thought on on the whole, you know, the Fox News thing, yeah. and it's like, um, they were, you know, they're stuck between a rock and a hard place because that's where the base is viewers are at yeah they want that fucking stop the steal man they want that fucking yeah. that injection that of fucking injection yeah fuck the liberals and you know yeah. and joe biden's a satan and a communist they want that shit dude yeah. because they believe it yeah. um, it's entertaining too. yeah and like during that time i noticed like fox news was kind of like giving air to it but then i noticed ben shapiro he, he has this one up this i kind of like fucking lost faith in ben shapiro man because the, I mean, their dilemma is their dilemma was obvious, mm. but the tack that they took, like he couldn't just come out and say, "Hey, listen, guys, 
Stop the steal is a bunch of bullshit. Like, there's nothing to it. It's time to get over it. Yeah. Instead, he goes, well, the, me- the, the the election wasn't rigged the way Trump thinks it, but it was rigged because the media rigged it for Biden. <laughs> so, like, they did, like, this entire, like, narrative. They laundered a narrative that goes parallel to the to the Trump narrative. Yeah. Somehow, like, the narrative is somehow outside forces screwed over yeah that's the narrative that's, that's the, the that's the overall narrative the story yeah. it, it couldn't be that horrible fucking candidate never that that <laughs> completely abandoned his 2016 platform yeah you know t- talking about the economy talking about the middle class and the lower classes completely abandoned it and traded that shit in for fucking they're coming for your guns and for your bibles you know <laughs> yeah. and and everybody still has their guns today man everybody still has their guns and everybody's still gonna have their bibles man yeah, because a, a president can't come and take it away yeah that's the thing, dude. Like, a president can't come and take away your guns or your Bibles, dude. That shit's enshrined in the Constitution. Obama was supposed to take away our guns and our Bibles. Obama was supposed to, dude, we're, everybody's supposed to be in a fucking Walmart concentration camp right now, <laughs> yeah, bro. And FEMA camps because of Obama, dude. But it's like. And I'll say this, man. A lot of the stuff that has happened, dude, that, that leads to people thinking of those things, it does raise eyebrows. Like dude. the Epstein stuff. Yeah, it, it raises eyebrows, dude. And, and, and I won't discount that. But to go out and make up your mind on exactly what it is it is it's going on come on that's not realistic because we don't know yeah i think it would be just safe to say well something's happening but i don't know what it is but i something's happening you know correct and i just but that's not good enough people want to have the answers and those that go online and on their podcast like on the far right they pretend to have the answers and people are subscribing oh yeah brother watch this watch this. shut the fuck up dude. when when like the answers are not answers it's just tickling like the bible verses tickling with their itchy ears yeah want to hear exactly bro they have this like this hunger and you know for for, for i guess being yeah, it's, it's like it's like left hate porn yeah. you know what i mean like yeah, that, that's that's really that's they want to jack off to the fucking owning the libs dude like day yeah. in day in and day day in and day out which is why they're celebrating bud light's demise or their their hit you know on the financial stuff and 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 target that oh we're boycotting target dude come on dude. I, don't, I don't think that Target things as effective as oh. the Bud Light one was. Bud Light one was uh, it was a stupid marketing ploy. Like that, I gotta say, because yeah. what is Bud Light? Do you bunch of fucking hairy asshole men drink that shit, dude? Like, and then <laughs> yeah, suddenly, suddenly you want to you want you want like these like macho types drink Bud Light. Yeah. Suddenly you want to hit them with fucking rainbows and Dylan Mulvaney. <laughs> Just like it's fucking... yeah. Some of that stuff is. I think yeah, you're right. That was that was questionable, dude. I, mean, I don't give a fuck about that. No, I mean, me neither. I mean, it's stupid marketing. But to and there's the kind of outrage that it did with like Kid Rock shooting like a whole bunch of but like yeah you know, the video you know, right see that shit? where they're in the field right and shooting yeah, yeah. dude it's fucking but the thing good. is this dude like okay I understand like that's bad marketing but the reaction dude like man fuck Bud Light I'm never gonna don't buy Bud Light and it's like okay you say you're America first you care about American people and you know common good don't you realize that if you Stop buying that beer, and you have every right to. Don't you realize how many people you're probably affecting personally that are employed by that company? You know, I'm just saying, man, reduce wages, maybe lost jobs. I mean, you just never know, dude. And it's kind of like, why? Because a transgender person is drinking your beer now. You're, you know, look at this shit. Yeah, that's the video I've seen. <laughs> Grandpa's feeling a little frisky today. Let me uh say hey. something to all you and be about your meth lab, Doug, and concise as possible. Look at this guy watching like all freaking. 
Look at him, dude. Look at just him. fucking lopping that shit look, up, look, 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 look. He... Oh, look at it. He just came. Look, look, look. Look, he just came. Michael Knowles just fucking came in his pants, dude. Oh, look, look the way he's looking at Kid Rock, dude. Like, <laughs> Anheuser Bush. Have a terrific day. No, he has a hard on, dude. Just <laughs> look, look at him, dude. Wow, dude, bro. In so few words, he summed up what so many of us were thinking. By the way, dude, there's grease all over his desk right now, dude. I tell you what, dude. You know what's crazy about people like that, dude? Is that if they if we lived in a world where it was okay to put a liberal there where the beer cans were, they'd be like, oh, they'll be just doing that same fucking reaction, dude. And that's the thing that freaking turns me off about the right, dude. Is that that violence is getting there, dude? I mean, some people may say, oh, that's far fetched, but dude, it seems that way, dude. Yeah. What about the guy that went to Target with the TikToker? The Patriots take or something like that. You seen that? No. The one you sent me where he's harassing the girl. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got a video of that shit too. Um, I guess we'll we'll use that lead into segue to, to segue into the news <laughs> to the news of the day, man. We're gonna talk about the whole Target boycott. We're yeah. gonna talk about the uh, we're gonna we're gonna juxtapose that <laughs> reaction from the right to their reaction to the Catholic Church sex scandal. That found that over what two thousand kids were molested, and not a fucking peep. But I haven't heard of boycott the Catholic Church no, uh, hashtag. Have you? That's no. too. Uh, it's too close to home. All right, man. So on today's show, we're going to cover this fucking Target boycott. We're going to talk about the sex scandal in Illinois. We're going to cover Ron DeSanctimonious's <laughs> campaign. God, that was awful. And I want to talk about the debt ceiling a little bit. Okay. Just to kind of explain what's going on for people. Because You know what? A lot of people don't understand what the debt ceiling is all about. Yeah. You know? But they do understand one thing. The left is the devil. <laughs> well, um, when you're promoting LGBTQ. Tribalism. <laughs> um, so let's uh let's let's start it off here, man. Go for it, man. Oh, here we go. All right, first story: the Target boycott, man. What are just? What are your initial thoughts about the Target boycott? I mean, it's well, I mean, it's, it seems like there's one of these every month, man. Last month it was Bud Light. Uh, I kind of mocked that shit a little bit. Facebook, some fucking dumbass wanted to fight me over it. Uh, <laughs> And now, and now, now it's Target. Like, why are conservatives so susceptible to this stuff? Well, I say, I say this. It seems like as we're leading up to the next election, they're starting to like add ammunition to, I guess, whatever the movement's going to be, whatever the face of that campaign is going to be, whoever it's going to be. However, Target does this shit every year. Yeah. Like, why now? Well, I mean, they don't really have policies that they can stand behind and champion right now dude i mean when's the last time that we've heard of a standout like spectacular policy idea from the right dude bro I mean, tax cuts for the rich <laughs> yeah no i mean how about something that's for everybody across the board something that includes everybody regulation bro have, have you ever heard of trickle down <laughs> no i know what you're saying but it just i mean who do you think it trickles down to <laughs> not me <laughs> Look at this Vox article. Target giving in to conservative pressure on pride is not a great sign. Companies have been embracing pride for years. Why is this year hitting different? This article is by Emily Stewart out of Vox. Here we go. Pride Month is upon us. It's time to celebrate and defend LGBTQ equality and rights. Okay, so just before everybody comments, this article is going to be very, very skewed to towards the left um, and towards pro-gay rights. <clears throat> 
It's also a time for corporate America to lean in on the rainbow branding to let the queer community know that they're with them, or at least that they would like them to think that they are for them, at least for the month of June. But this year's Pride's hitting a little bit differently due to the current political climate in the United States and the anti-trans sentiment sweeping much of the American right. Conservative angst about brands being too, quote-unquote, woke. I feel like what is woke is the new what is a woman. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like what is woke is like the left's question for the right. Like it's like the it's it's their version of what is a woman, right? Like <laughs> I've never heard a conservative answer that question like coherently. You know what yeah. I mean? Like what is woke? Woke is just it's everything I don't like. Yeah. <laughs> woke is woke is uh, communism. Yeah, it's the far left ideas. It's a Joe Biden's AOC. Everything demonic. Yeah, being too woke has been on the rise, specifically when it comes to appealing to queer people and more specifically trans people. But Light inadvertently kicked up a firestorm in early April when it sent a handful of beers to transgender influence influencer Dylan Mulvaney. The right is now on the hunt for more targets. It found one, pun clearly intended, in Target, which on May 24th said it would remove some items from its annual Pride collection after it experienced threats impacting our team members' sense of safety and well-being while at work. To be clear, plenty of Pride-themed merchandise is still available at the retailer and is still featured quite prominently on its website. Um, I have a video just to show people a little bit of what we're talking about. The title. <laughs> right wing loser humiliated. Well, I mean, attack. if people watch it, you know, uh, fairly, you know, without any bias, I mean, the, the guy makes a fool of himself. Look, watch. Looks well, let's, let's let's watch it and, and then we'll react to it. Like I'm just thinking from a from a spiritual perspective, you're supposed to be out there evangelizing to people, you know, reaching people for Christ. That's your first impression. Attacking some random girl because she happens to work at Target and start putting it on her, like, oh, you support sexualization of children or you support the devil like what the hell are you doing dude, and then dude? for some self-righteous chode to be just like by the way he's a virgin they, harassing they a virgin. people oh, dude, I, dude i guarantee you that uh, guy has never seen intel. that guy has never you think a guy bro that's like regularly meeting women <laughs> and you know has time and for has, that like, no 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 i'm being serious yeah and has a fruitful like healthy like healthy like relationship with the opposite sex is gonna be doing shit like that dude. i know right it's like this is like the ray comfort of target bro it's like <laughs> ray it's, <Comfort. laughs> it's, it's like no 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 it's like dude the only when people do these kind of things harass people about having different views in them is something's not being fulfilled yeah. within their lives the frustration sexually yeah man and it's like and that's why a lot of people like turn Christian. No, I mean, I mean and, okay, let me rephrase that. That's why people like turn like fanatically Christian. Yeah. Because it gives them an excuse to be able to say, no, there's a reason why I'm not sexually active. Yeah. No, there's a reason why I can't find, I can't get laid. It's because they hide behind, oh, it's because it's I'm, I'm staying celibate for the Lord. Right. Yeah. Right. In fact, is no, you're not staying celibate for the Lord because yeah. I guarantee you. If there were women who were just dying to 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 wrangle to, your winner, to, to yeah, man, to <laughs> to tossle you around, you know what I mean? You. you you would not be acting a fool like this guy. I dude. know, dude. He touches by the paired and the by like beard. and by like the way, like his just his energy, dude. That this guy, dude, hasn't seen a vagina probably ever, ever, yeah, ever dude. You know, or doesn't have any like healthy relationships with women, like where you could like talk or chat or go on a date. I mean, right, nothing, dude. He's, dude. he's probably some fucking sexually 
I mean, socially awkward. Probably lives at home still. That's almost guaranteed. Yeah, dude. I mean, that, that, that's that's almost guaranteed. By the way, dude, who? I want to get into the minds of these people for a day, dude. Just walk in their shoes and figure out, like, what goes on in there, dude, to not only go to Target and harass people, but record it and go live yeah. and think like you're on some godly crusade. Yeah. You know, these are free markets, bro. Uh, this is a free market, man. That's capitalism, dude. If you don't like it, don't fucking go to Target. You know, you know that you used know. to be the right wing argument. Exactly, bro. That used to be the if you don't like Bud Light, don't fucking drink it. Exactly. Because see, look, if Bud Light would have came out with a pro Trump MAGA can, and then the left would have been upset about it, they'd be like, "Well, it's a free market. It's a it's a private company. They can do whatever they want." But because they put a trans person, for example, all all shit hits the fan. And yeah, it might have been a bad marketing strategy. But what I'm saying is, it's on. There's only illicit reactions when they feel like oh, that, that offends me personally, dude. It shouldn't be about that. What happened to the free market stuff? What happened to like they're a private company? They could do whatever the hell they want, dude. Yeah. Now I'll say this about Target real quick, dude. Some of the stuff they're selling though, like some of the T-shirts and stuff. Like, I mean, I don't have kids, but I mean, I don't think I would want my kids wearing that stuff. Like, you know, I think it's questionable stuff, dude. You know, I don't think it it it. it it gives a right to this idiot to go in there and harass some random worker. But I mean, I don't just know, dude. Pull the mic in towards you a little bit. There you go. And then you can stream a little bit. Remember, you can okay. about, a, about a fist away from it. All right. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I was saying, like, I don't think it, it, it gives a guy the right to go and harass some random target worker. And I mean, okay. So, so that's interesting. So, as a parent, you have the right to refrain from buying any kind of clothing that you don't want for your kid. Yeah. Um, but I will say, though, have you been to a church lately? Have you seen the way these little girls are dressing? Have you seen the way these Christian girls who are raised in the church and are dressing when they go out? Yeah. No, I haven't been to church lately. I don't ever plan to go back either, dude. I mean, it's it's not the, it's not the same way with, that it was when we were growing up. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I believe that, dude. I believe that. So it's it just seems a little manufactured, man. Like this, like this outrage seems manufactured, man. Like yeah. if the only thing that you have to complain about in your life. Is Target selling a shirt that says queer, queer, queer? Then you're overlooking and ignoring a lot of other problems that are happening in your life. Well, I think the first thing that the parents should do is look at the way they're parenting, man. Right. I mean, the kid's not going to act out or dress out, you know, in ways that are contrary to what they personally believe if the parent is doing their job right, dude. Right. And yeah, there's always those cases of kids that are just, you know, rebellious and stuff. But I mean, I think the right thing to do is to look at yourself first right. and how you're, how you're rearing your child before you start blaming Target and LGBT and, and trans and all these boogeymen that they create. It's like, dude, come on. Dude, you know? And so the reason why I say that I think it's manufactured is because I want to juxtapose the whole Target situation. Look at my fucking forehead, though. Look at that forehead, dude. You see that forehead right there, bro? That's a lot of brain. You see that? <laughs> see that? I, got, I got prehistoric brain. Forehead going on right there, bro. I'm, 
I'm a fucking knuckle dragon caveman. You see that dude? That forehead right there, dude. That's prehistoric forehead. That's, <laughs> ca- that's caveman forehead right there, dude. Look at that shit, dog. Look at your forehead. It just goes up. Mine curves out. I got like a fucking built-in visor up in this motherfucker. Dude. Look at that, dude. <laughs> anyway, I'm a. Uh... So like, yeah. So I want to I want to juxtapose that with uh, with this story, and I want to compare outrages here because it doesn't seem there there doesn't seem to be the same kind of. Uh, of outrage. Check this out. This happened literally, what are we today? The 28th, four days ago. A new report identifies nearly 500 clergy members in Illinois who sexually abused children. Nearly 2,000 children were sexually abused in the Illinois Catholic Church. Just, just, just to read this article, it's written uh, again on Vox by Nicole Narea. Illinois Attorney General Kwarn Raul Did I say that right? Kwarn Raul announced Tuesday that the state has corroborated more than 1,900 victims child sex abuse claims against Catholic clergy in Illinois. This is just in Illinois, man. The cases go back uh, to 1950 and feature hundreds of abusers who were not previously reported. Hundreds of clergy members, man. The church has been embroiled in child sex abuse scandals for more than two decades that encompass hundreds of thousands, hundreds of thousands. Yeah, I'm going to say that one more fucking time. It's probably in the millions, to be fair, dude. This is just what we know. Exactly. It's what we know. Hundreds of thousands of victims around the globe at the hands of the Catholic Church. The, the Illinois findings are the latest from several major U.S. investigations in recent years showing that such abuse and church officials cover, cover-ups. It's, it's as, as if the actions weren't bad enough. Yeah. The church covered it up. Systemic. Systemic sexual abuse of kids. Yeah. Cover-ups were widespread, making the case that clergy is incapable of bringing perpetrators among their own ranks to account. God damn, dude. Where's the uh, boycott the Catholic Church hashtag? Oh, it's only a few bad priests, bro. It's only a few. That's where the, the where the fuck is Myra Flores and her like Facebook campaigns yeah, about about the Catholic Church? That. You won't see that, dude. Well, where are these? Where's Marjorie Taylor Greene no. and Lauren? You Bulbert? gotta forgive, brother. You gotta forgive, brother. Exactly. Forgive it. And where's and where's like the save the children? Where's the concern yeah. about the children? They don't give a fuck, dude. That's the truth. They don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck, dude. The only thing they care about is how they can weaponize the children. They're too focused for their on political up, advantage. Yeah, they're too focused on beating up gays, transgenders, like politically. That that's all they're focused on, dude. And it's it's like it reminds me of the whole when the whole Q QAnon thing was coming out and the whole pedophilia thing were coming out, and the narrative was, or since the narrative was that Trump was going to come in and like save the children. Yeah. If you had anything like. Contrary to say against Q, well, are you pro pedophile or what, bro? Are you pro pedophile? <laughs> right. And it's like, where the fuck are those people now? Yeah, nowhere, dude. Where, where the fuck are these people now talking about like the Catholic Church wanting to boycott the Catholics? Where are the signs and the pitchfork? Where's this fucking doofus who recorded himself at Target? Yeah. Where's where's interrupting he a Catholic I- interrupting service. a Catholic service? Yeah, but it's not. I want to say this, and it, and the Catholic Church has embroiled a lot of history, and I've never been Catholic. 
but this problem is not exclusive to just the Catholic Church, dude. Oh no. I, I don't know if you're familiar with the the Hillsong scandal, but Brian Houston, which is one of the founders of that church, he was covering up the same situation for his father, dude. His father was sexually abusing children, having inappropriate relationships with children, and he covered it up for a long time. And now he's in hot water for that, dude. Uh, along with his own shenanigans, dude. This kind of shit happens too much in the church, but we don't see people boycotting, protesting, uh, trying to save the children in that regard. Because when it comes to those people, when it comes to these situations, we need to forgive. We need right. to forgive them. We need to give them the second Everybody chance. Everybody falls short, brother. Yeah, we we need to forgive, and we need to and we need to forget, yeah. and we need to sweep it under the rug mm -hmm. because we can't let a lot of people to find out. Because what will this do to their faith? Yeah. No, well, it's not so much that. I mean, I, that's that's what they say. But what will it do to the bottom line? That's right. the truth, dude. There, there was just like there was this congresswoman who who came out and and was talking shit to Republicans who just like are obsessed with like drag queens and we can't have drag queens around kids, which I kind of agree with, by the way. Yeah. Um, I don't think we should. I don't, I don't think we should have any of that shit around kids. Yeah, I, I agree uh, with you on that, dude. But at the same time, like I, I don't think like I've seen some of these like school like dances that they have like celebrations and like they invite. Like, I remember I rem reminded of when my little sister. I think she graduated. She was a she was a kid, man. She graduated from like fifth to sixth grade, mm -hmm. and they had some kind of like end of the year like bash or celebration. I remember those? And they invited <laughs> these performers to come like to come dance. Uh -huh. And these girls were like in little short ass shorts, Daisy Dudes, and dancing like all kinds of like twerking. And stuff. Yeah, dude, all kinds of yeah, <laughs> like twerking, dude. And like little kids were like following their lead and shit like that. Yeah. And in my mind, I'm thinking, what the fuck? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, I'll say this: nothing against women in short shorts, man. But yeah, no, but the the, the the lines of what's appropriate for kids today have been blurred. But I don't know if that's exclusively something that we can just pin on far leftists because you got shit like this going on in the church and stuff. I mean, yeah, it seems like there's no, man. It seems like it's a, just a, a, a common a problem with human nature, man. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Uh, but which makes it even more gross when one size, one side tries to like weaponize children to be able to use it as an advantage for political reasons. Right. Like this whole, like save the children hashtag, <laughs> right? Like it's maddening because you know deep down inside these people just don't give a fuck yeah. because again dude silence when it comes to real abuse there hasn't been any stories of like abuse at target yeah right like where's the story of like kids getting molested in pride sections at target or in the restrooms or in the restrooms dude do you remember yeah. that situation with target restrooms? has there ever been a story yeah. has there ever been a case where like somebody somebody like puts out a report or a, a, a incident of somebody like of some transgender yeah uh, that's a good a, point. abusing somebody at target or a target restaurant no yeah. here we have a fucking history man yeah of over two thousand children in one state that have actually come forth that have actually come forth yeah and not a fucking peep out of these clowns man yeah, it's it's don't talk don't lecture us about like how much you care about children get the yeah. fuck out of and here I, and don't make it political either because to I mean, at least in the way I'm seeing it, it's not a political issue. It just seems a human issue. Like, yeah. it's widespread and it's irrespective of people's political preferences, dude. Uh, I think it's just, I think it's just cheap and just chicken shit to to do that, dude. Like, oh, well, the, the left is promoting, you know, over-sexualization of children when your fucking church pastor or priest or whatever the fuck he is, is doing that shit behind closed scenes. And not only that, not just one, not just one incident, but a history of it incidents yeah dude. there's this buddy i have on on facebook his name's uh blaine shout out to old blaine cruz um he's 
you, you, you might have seen some of his posts, man, but he's he's on a crusade right now trying to get um he has a Facebook page. I, I forget the name of the, mm, of the expose Richard and Sonia Galvan. Galvan that's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, from uh, Living Way. They're in Harlingen. In Harlingen. Yeah, dude. So Living Way. Wow, I did not know. It's right there in uh, right there. Isn't was... that the same church that was was like recent about about trying to send like a just desperate girl to like some paid psychologist? That, that, that was uh, that was uh, Lifeline. Oh, with just, the, the pastor okay. yeah. So living ways a completely different one. But yeah, but they have this Richard Galvan and Sonia Galvan situation. Yeah. Um, and again, man, the church completely just covered it up, man. Yeah, they covered it up, and supposedly the dude's still youth pastoring, or I could I could they be wrong for, about he, that. He's been forgiven, brother. He's been forgiven. He's been forgiven. <laughs> uh, that other video, man, of of that girl who confronted the was it the pastor yeah online well she was she wanted to have an appointment from what i remember she wanted to have uh, she wanted to see if you can talk to the pastor about some issues she was having i don't remember totally but they told her why don't you make an appointment and uh or they they they, re they referred her to the the resource counselor one of the resources they had there on staff which is like right. a, a special counselor but i guess like basically she wasn't able to talk to the pastor directly and i just I think that's just freaking atrocious, dude. But that's you know? the same one where she confronted him in front of everybody. Oh no, that's a different one. That's the one where that 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 pastor, I think it was in Colorado, if I'm not mistaken, was basically having sexual relationships with her since she was 14 years old. This one right here. Yeah, and she yeah, and the pastor goes out there and, and he basically missed him. Yeah. yeah, man. I mean repugnant man and then see and the the thing in, in in these in these situations it's very very difficult to find justice because they hide behind the whole veil of oh well forgive brother you need to forgive yeah it's like bro what you did what you've done was wrong man i mean since she was 14 16 years old dude and what you're supposed to be forgiven and just continue making your money here off the church dude like you you need to go home and you need to be done with this it's like uh that other pastor Carl Lentz, the one from Hillsong, the one that was embroiled in the whole adultery scandal. He was the youth pastor there, the one that would be hanging around with Justin Bieber. Yeah. And they would show him walking the beach without a shirt and basically his freaking shorts were low cuts. You could see his, like, I guess his V or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, dude, now he's going to, he's about to start preaching again. It's like, oh, here he goes back on the gravy train. It's like, dude, these people don't fucking learn, dude. And they get away with it, man. They get away with it because people let them get away with it yeah. because there isn't enough of these save the children hashtags. Because the left is the <laughs> devil, dude. That's why. <laughs> and you know what? Like what's, what's so self-consuming about Christians is that they don't have to accept personal responsibility because they always have that boogeyman of saying, I fell to the devil's temptation. There, there's always the devil to blame. Yeah. You know, like there's always some kind of like external force that you can blame mm -hmm. and you can pawn off all responsibility to, yeah. you know? And man, like, I guess our point for bringing all this up is just to like rate and underline how prevalent grooming and sexual assault, pedophilia, is in in church and right-wing circles to then so like don't give anybody lectures yeah about like how concerned you are about what the trans movement or what the gay movement is doing to kids exactly until you figure the fuck out like trump says till we find out what the hell is going on <laughs> within your own four walls at home yeah. or within your, your four walls of your church exactly. because that seems to me 
by sheer numbers, man, pound for pound, like way more of a threat to children yep. than any fucking pride random setup yeah. at Target. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And it's more problematic. And you want to talk about the over-sexualization of children? It's happening in those people's churches, dude. Yeah. It's happening, bro. Now, like a question. Does that make me a liberal? No. By saying that? Does that make me some kind of far left fucking lunatic by pointing out the fucking obvious? Does it? Ha- should it even be framed in that mindset where oh, this is a political issue? It's not, not a political man. issue. Of course dude. not, dude. It's, it's a problem. It's a crime. It's a problem if you're truly, truly concerned about yeah, about kids. Exactly, dude. You know, to sound a fucking bullhorn and virtue signal about how angry you are at Target. <laughs> And then to just not make a peep yeah. about the scandals happening all across the world, all across the country, all across the state, all across your city, all in your churches. Yeah. And to not make a peep about that is just so fucking disingenuous, man. It's, it's hypocrisy, but dude, even beyond hypocrisy. And it's sackless, dude. Yeah, it, it's disgraceful, dude. I mean, it's totally disgraceful, dude. And then the, this is, and I say it like that because these are people, and I'm talking to people that are faith. And that are leaning right, you're supposed to be the ones doing something about this shit. Yeah, you're supposed to be the ones leading the charge against stuff like this, cleaning up your own house. But you're too worried about what's going on at Target. You're too worried about what's going on in a gay bar or in the right. transgender community. That point one or point two percent of our entire population—that's where your focus is at. Yeah, and I, and I think it's just totally, totally off. It's a losing strategy, and that's why politically they've been losing. And I don't see any victories in sight, dude. I don't see yeah. that. And that's what that's what we were talking about the other day is that like they're like this whole like Bud Light campaign, like the victory, right? Like they they were able to to stick it to Bud Light. They have to take the victories where they can, man. They got to take the W's where they can because the election electoral victories, Mm -hmm. those ain't coming, man. No, they're not. They ain't coming, dude, because there's just an ever growing. I'm sorry, ever reducing segment of people in this country who are just turned off by this kind of shit. man. And the fact that they can mount some kind of like online boycott or whatever. Like that's literally what the left was reduced to like decades ago. Yeah. Doing shit like this. And now they've switched roles. That's the, that's right. That's where I've kind of just taken a step back. It's like, wait a minute. You mentioned Antifa earlier. It seems like now they've taken this place of Antifa, this disgruntled, disenfranchised, sexually right. frustrated group of people, dude. And it's like, what the hell's going on here, man? Like you guys are losing your bearings. You guys are losing your whole personality. I mean, I don't know, man. I, but, just, I mean, you got to put yourself also in their shoes, right? Like, like you got to try to. But well, we've able... been there. Yeah, right. But I'm, I'm saying more like Merle in Kentucky, right? Who, Not a Merle, <laughs> who, who lost a factory job, right? Yeah. Uh, Wendell is Kentucky. on fucking is Wendell is on fucking uh, opiates, right? Because because the fucking job that he had ain't fucking did no benefits. It, it, it had no, I mean, maybe it did, but he doesn't have it anymore, right? Yeah. So he's on, on opiates, shingles of medical debt. Uh, his fucking job got shipped out to fucking China, uh, China to China, <laughs> and uh, you know, and he's just sitting down on the fucking couch watching fucking Tucker Carlson and Fox News, Jesse Waters, Jesse Waters, and he's all fucking pissed five, off. Greg the, the, the five, <laughs> Greg, Greg, like he's watching all these fucking maniacs. Do you just tell him about how? Everything is the fault of like gays and fucking 
liberals and Biden and the communists are fucking coming. And then he find, fucking finds out that his mayor just uh, the mayor that just elected was gay <laughs> in, their, in their town. And that's like the straw that broke the camel's back. You know, bro, I yeah. honestly I have a hard time believing that guy's ready for revolution. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> right. On, on the couch, right? Revolution on the couch. I, I have a hard time believing that people that we went to school with and grew up with actually are susceptible and actually believe the shit that's coming out of the right today, dude. Like, come on. We know these fucking people, dude. We know our friends. And I mean, if they were here now, I'd be like, dude, are you kidding me? You really believe that shit, dude? You're better than that, man. You're fucking better than that, dude. You know, I just, yeah, man. I mean, it, it's a tough pill to swallow, but I mean, we got to do something because if, if, if you know, if you, if you align with the right politically, there's no victories in sight, dude. So what are we going to do? If you really believe that the left is taking over and they're doing all this bad stuff, you know, why aren't you positioning yourself to actually take some take some ground back, you yeah. know, instead of boycotting Target or celebrating Bud Light's $16 million revenue loss or whatever the hell, dude? I mean, come on, dude. Oh, it's, it's, I don't, I don't see any end to this shit, man. It's like, yeah. It's the, the Trump, the good old days, yeah. the, the good old days of the 90s are over, man. <clears throat> and, I mean, gone are the days where, like, the biggest scandal was the president getting a blowjob in the Oval Office, man. <laughs> man, and, you know, those were the good old days, man, yeah, where, where the president couldn't even get a BJ without getting the third degree. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and you remember how the right reacted to, I mean, obviously we don't remember. But, Preaching, I mean, throwing dude, Bible verses. He got, and... Yeah, dude, he got fucking impeached. Yeah. He got impeached by the right. Yeah. And now we have a guy that fucking paid off a porn star with campaign fucking finance money yeah. and he's getting defended by the same motherfuckers who who yeah. were who wanted to fucking oust bill clinton it's a different fucking world man but the only reason why that's allowed in the republican party today dude is because fox news the right-wing media have been priming them for years man dude i know this because i was there yeah i know this dude because i started listening to rush limbaugh in 2005 and i listened to that motherfucker until 2000 what 15 I 16 dude? Shit, dude you know uh, I, never, I never got into rush like that but you're pretty into rush i dude. dude i was a ditto head bro the eib network the eib network i was buying merch and shit dude like what Did, the, didn't uh kind Trump, of Trump kind of doing the medal of honor yeah <laughs> kind of fucking lame ass it was i was such a weirdo dude like you were buying his merch i was buying fucking merch bro i bought a cap for me and my dad wow uh at the time 2012 they uh was it no 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 2008 yeah. he had this like campaign it was called operation chaos uh, i remember that you remember yeah, that shit operation chaos. where he encouraged like republicans to go in and like throw the democratic primary into chaos right by yeah. voting by voting by voting yeah uh and uh he had caps that said operation chaos i bought two of them one for me and one for my dad bro and we planned to go into fucking into democrat voting booths and fucking cause some shit but <laughs> only problem was Texas has a closed primary, so we couldn't do it. Yeah, um, we still bought those caps. Though. We still bought the caps, man. We hundred dollars each. <laughs> nah, nah, bro, for a fucking made in China fucking cap, bro. Okay, okay America. I know, dude, for chica. fucking thirty bucks. <laughs> yeah, cool man, mom, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. So I mean, I was entrenched in that shit, dude. That Bill O'Reilly and fucking Glenn Beck and Mark Levin, and uh, who are the other fucking dudes? Uh, Sean Hannity. Sean dude, Hannity. I was listening to this shit, dude, all fucking day, dude. Remember, remember, good old Alan Combs. 
Oh, Alan Combs been fighting the good fight over there, dude. Dude, that guy was a freaking punching bag every night. Dude, may rest in peace, dude. May rest in peace, Combs. Peach, Alan Combs. I got a, I got a very different perspective on Alan Combs, you know, yeah, you know, in retrospect that I did at the time, dude. I'm not even surprised Frank he was Combs, on that show, man. dude. Frank Combs wasn't even a liberal way. Like, he was, he was like such center, such a center. Like, yeah, he was just a general milk dude. Milk toast, like. Yeah. Had like. He'd be considered a conservative today. You know yeah, I mean? <laughs> Alan Combs. Oh, man, dude. But yeah, dude, like the bright's been primed by these fucking maniacs, dude, for fucking years, man. And like we said earlier, religion, evangelicalism, that's the connective tissue, bro. Yeah, bro. Because if you strip away like the religion, if you strip away Christianity, the Republican Party, dude, their policies are so off-putting to the average person. Is and Why do you think the people that are not ultra-religious are like, seeing that and they just they're turned off by it dude it's it's i mean i'm there may be research on this but i bet it's not way off to say the less that america is like fanatically religious the less they're republican yeah because i have dude i the people that i know that are voting republican in churches they're all christian mm. the people who i know in my in, in my my family who vote republican are Christian you evangelical? Strip, you, right. Evangelical. You strip away the Christianity, they have nothing in common with the Republican Party. Yeah, that's true, man. You strip away their, their if you strip away this like thin veneer of like I'm voting for the morality, I'm voting for like the 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 party that God would support. Yeah, because the Republicans are like the party of morals. And I remember and, thinking and that family. Way, I remember thinking that shit too. Yeah. Uh, if you strip once you strip away that nonsense. They literally are voting against their own interest. Yeah. And it's sad, dude, because these are good people that we know, family members, like you're saying, and they're being hoodwinked, man. And but the one common denominator with this family members and everybody that we know that is Christian and votes Republican and loves Trump is these people just can't turn off Fox News, man. Yeah. That's the one thing the one common denominator that they all have dude, tv's that, program to turn on to fox yeah, news dude, fox news is running on that in that household 24 7 and dude. i know because i used to watch fox news religiously bro all through the 2016 trump campaign and it was great because the trump was on all the time every damn rally remember that shit dude every damn rally like i mean who wouldn't be like you know pumped up for that dude and everything he was saying was great and yeah it man. Just, and it's, 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 it's like damn bro like we got had dude <laughs> We got had, man. We got had. Hey, I mean, let's talk about about old Ron DeSantis. <laughs> old meatball Ron. Let's play that clip from my oh, real quick. Dude. Let's let's see, let's see if we can find it. Just type in Iowa Ron DeSantis. Laughing. Look, the first thing that pops up, dude. Yeah, bro. It's oh man. If yeah. anybody hasn't seen that video, it's oh, fucking he's, atrocious. He's been dude. branded now, dude. Look at that. Look at look at the picture. Wow. Did I cook in the right one or no? Yeah, yeah, it's gonna come on right now. Oh, oh Ron DeSanctimonious. Trying. Here he is laughing. God, <laughs> or something. You gotta hear the meeting with supporters in Iowa a few weeks ago. Damn, does that whatever that is, does that make him seem likable? <laughs> if you watch the actual video with, all, the with what they're saying, reportedly used his fingers to eat chocolate pudding. 
Another one where they're actually fucking anyway, fucking gotcha hit, gotcha hit job from MSNBC right on this end. This is the guy that uses fingers to eat pudding. Whether or not voters can look past this is a guy that doesn't wash his hands after he takes his shit. They make him look like a complete bozo. Gotcha. Truly likable is what he has done. <laughs> Last fall, DeSantis, if you recall, rounded up 50 asylum seekers. That's not gonna like piss anybody. That's gonna like, piss anybody. There, from there's the another right one. Off. There's another one where you hear the audio of him. Try to click that, that one. one. Try, try, try that one. Yeah, try that one. Show the actual clip. Absolutely. Okay, so they favored DeSantis overall, <laughs> but like we just talked about, they favored Jeb Bush. They favored Remember Bush, when he got Bush, embarrassed by Ben Shapiro? None that of conference. that helped. At the end, of the, especially in a Republican primary, there you go. Right there, right there, right there. <laughs> <laughs> Relaxes, right? Thing, right? When he was in Japan, and then now I don't know what this interaction with the voter was. Watch so out, watch out, watch I don't know if he was nervous or just a weird tick or whatever, but that that. Like what? Oh Come God. on! What, what is that? What? He looks like like a, a, a frat boy him. villain in an Adam Sandler movie or something like that. Like he's, no. his his reaction is way bit more. too cartoonish. They played again. Um, <laughs> with like, the audio? Okay. Yeah, without so, it. Go back to the front. Also like comes the off beginning. Like super fake. Uh, like, right there, right there. Super yep, yep, yep. Why? Why was? Yes, sir. There. Watch. Schultz, uh, as the kids call sure? it. Sure. Oh, yeah. And um, I gotta be honest. It no, no, no. It's more over here. It's in the very beginning where they actually play the latest example. Here we go. So, you just gotta get that under control. Yeah, you, you gotta get that under so control. So, this is the dude. image that's been circulating yeah, uh, yeah, the right. socials, uh, as oh. it's called. Oh man, they're gonna make him into the fucking oh. Hillary Clinton and Kamala Harris. I want that bumper sticker, dude. <laughs> I want that bumper sticker. <laughs> God damn. It's your Ron Meet Baron. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be fair and, and honest. At the beginning, when he first threw his hat into the, into the whole race, I was like, mm, maybe there's something an alternative. Now, but dude, this guy is just all the culture war guys, dude. I'm I'm just so fucking sick of man. Yeah, dude. Like, I mean, I gave this guy a fair shake. I listened to what he had to say. I, I saw his campaign unveiling or whatever. It was a total disaster, bro. All he talked about was CRT. And yeah. going woke. And the stuff he's doing in Florida, bro. Like Disney. And like it's like, who the fuck is going to bed at night thinking about CRT, bro? Yeah. You know how none, none, none of what they're talking about has anything to do with maybe raising people's wages, maybe improving the economy? Well, I, I told you, man, that they had a state referendum during the uh, during the 2020 election when yeah. he when he got when he got revoted in as governor. To raise the minimum wage to fifteen dollars, it passed, dude. The same people that voted for Trump and for yeah. DeSantis voted for a minimum wage hike, it's... which tells you that like economic issues, party lines, yeah, you know, uh, as they should, as they yeah, should. as they should. And what did Ron DeSantis do? Shot it down. He shot it down, vetoed it. He completely just said the veto. Fuck working class people. Yeah, man. that's what he said. He said fuck working class people. I know what you guys really want. Here's some more red meat about Disney over here. Yeah. You know, you, you want me to fucking bend Mickey Mouse over and fucking put it in his ass, don't you? Yeah. Or you want me to get into college, Florida colleges and start banning, you know, certain topics, CRT right. and, and anything that has to do with gays, transgenders. And again, well, did, did you did you read about that white fragility bill that he passed? No. Or like if talking about anything historic has a triggering effect on any white students then you can't talk about it 
So, wow. so if to mention that like slavery was perpetrated by like white people, off limits. And if that like, and if a, and if a, like a student has like a gets offended yeah. from that, you can't talk about it. That's terrible, dude. I mean, and like what's frustrating, bro, is that like this? These are the people, because I'm one, and I was one, and I still am one. That said, listen, dude, we we don't need safe spaces. Mm-hmm. You know, like people go to school to learn the good and the bad. Right, they should the good and the bad. They the what's offensive and what isn't offensive. That's that's how you learn, man. You, that's how you become emotionally yeah. uh, IQ'd. That's that's how you raise your your IQ your your IQ emotionally. You challenge yourself, right? yeah. yeah. And um, and these guys are just doing the exact. This what difference is this from colleges doing their little safe spaces, dude? Yeah, it's the same shit, man. Exactly, it's the same shit, dude. It's like there's just so much like myth protection happening happening in the republican party like they love their myths about the about the founders and that just no, nobody respects the founders more than i yeah and you but we got to be real about who they were and about how our country came into being and our founding and you know everything that surrounds that dude it was brutal man well, don't you know that i mean they were god-fearing right-wing evangelical christians they were all <laughs> they were all mega church pastors dude all of them Oh, you didn't know that. Well, no, nah, I, I didn't know, you that. know that. That shit was lost on me, bro. Gotta catch up. Must have, <laughs> must have missed their their televised series on Netflix, <laughs> right? No, nah, man. Uh, Old Benny Hinn. <laughs> no, nah, man. And yeah, you know what's you know what's just so insane, dude, is that like, and we're going back to the religious shit, and I, I didn't want to talk it, about because it. it overlaps. It does overlap, yeah. man. It's just that there's they always point to another time that was better than this time right like they and that time they point to as like the best time it was always like the worst possible time to be living in america if you were them like a minority yeah (laughs) you know what i mean like like you don't want to go back to that time dog yeah like you don't want to go back to the time where you weren't even allowed to drink from the same fountain exactly or you weren't even allowed to ride the same bus or you have to sit in the back of the bus no what happened what happens to these brains man is that there's too many like white movies about how amazing things were for white people in the 50s and the 40s and 60s mm-hmm. that you start to include yourself in that time right like that time where you can buy a fucking milkshake and a burger for 15 cents you start to desire those right things. yeah and the time where you were people were driving around in like bel airs and gas and was freaking a quarter and gas was like 10 cents, cents. yeah, yeah. And you know, and everything was perfect, and people could drink and drive. Allegedly perfect. And there yeah. was, and there was no like people. Everybody was moral. Everybody went to church. Everybody just. <laughs> everybody played church. Right. Thing about that is though, it's all made up, man. It is like it it's, is made up. It's dude. all life wasn't like that, and it especially wasn't like that for you. Yeah. And for people who were black and brown, like yeah, that, dude. that wasn't a version of America that's ever existed for us until now yeah exactly dude and the thing is it's a hard pill to swallow dude i mean people don't want to admit that but that's the facts dude and if we're going to be honest with each other and if we really care for one another we need to admit that that's the truth dude. and you know what man and you can still love your country and you can still fight for your country and you can still wrestle with its history and want to make it better yeah. Like those, like these thoughts are mutually exclusive. Like you could fucking drive a Ford with a fucking two flags, you know, in the back of your truck, you know, carry your gun around and still not be blind to 
the obvious truths of our history, man. Like, yeah. you know, you could like they're not mutually exclusive, man. You could, like I said, have like all the pride in your country that you want. And just acknowledge basic facts. Yeah, dude. You know? like, yeah, you can acknowledge the truth. It's right. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just, and I had uh, I had Eugene Fernandez on. Do you remember Eugene? Uh, he's a he's a Valley historian. I had him on for like my second or third podcast last year. Very very smart guy. Dude. Is he a newspaper guy? I might be, but uh-huh. he's he's written several books. Uh, I don't know. I think he wrote Jackass Flats. In other words, like the guy is very very like well read and very well studied on like Valley history. Okay. Right. So we, I had him on here and I asked him about like well how like during like the Civil War man like how was racism here in the Valley, and. Uh, and he went on to basically say, well, for the first of all, there wasn't there wasn't like La Valley wasn't like a huge like slavery holding place. You know what I mean? Like there was a lot of racism towards towards like Mexicans. And, you know, at that time, at that time, like obviously there weren't there weren't that many cities down here. Brownsville, was, but a lot of the land in between that we had a lot of the little cities that we have in between, like the they cities, there's all like four, not the fourth, but Monte and stuff like yeah, that. Fields. Indians were still were still. Well, you know, hanging around. I, I mean, this is what he really? said, dude. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about the late late 1800s, man. Oh, okay. You know, okay. Like, I'm talking about the Civil War era. Okay. And so you still had like a lot of like Mexican, like 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 Indian tribes in between Mexico and and what we now know as America. Yeah. Right? Um, and so like you know, he told a few stories of like you know lynchings of Mexicans done at the hands of like white sheriffs and like white police officers. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean. The story is always is it's always the one as old as time, man. Like, um, a lot of good things were done by like white people, you know, as far as like creating cities and creating the infrastructure. Mm-hmm. But a lot of that infrastructure was done with the labor of people who they were enslaving. Right. You know, um, you can't have one without the other, man. Yeah. Like, you can't have the greatest country that's ever existed without acknowledging, man, that a lot of it was done on the backs capitalism in this country exists because there were people who were enslaved and were forced to take advantage of the labor man yeah. and that's just a fact that's why like the whole conversation about like um reparations um that's a tough one man because my initial instinct is to say like how the fuck are you gonna pay yeah like how are you gonna like go fourth back? generation fifth generation like grand 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 grandson how are you going to give them money for for the work done by their, their great granddad but it's like we do that shit now like if a company or an entity owes somebody money done for their labor like they give it to their to the next kin mm. right if you view it like that then it makes sense the only issue is well how the fuck are you going to find like everybody's like accurately find everybody's like bloodline yeah. and be able to tell like yay this is so, i mean it's it's unworkable it's yeah. unworkable it's it's you just can't do it if there was a way to be able to do that i'd be for it yeah but yeah, that just doesn't seem like like there's a way to do that yeah i think that's that, that's true too like it, it'd be hard to go back and 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 fairly you know partition whatever belongs to whoever yeah. you know all that said is to say that ron DeSantis. <laughs> <laughs> like we're talking about ron DeSantis. But old meat bar ride. <laughs> that guy is so re- irrelevant that we just freaking talked to him for, for, for like about a two few seconds. Two dude, seconds. And then yeah. like, hey, we just made fun of his laugh. And then, yeah. okay, so, I mean, let's play devil's advocate here. What what good, what positive things does Ron DeSantis bring to the table? 
Yeah, I don't for, even, so so for somebody that's not like interested in the culture war shit, right? Like me, who's not. Like what what what's what would be the positive impact of a Ron DeSantis administration? I don't have any comment on that, dude. No, you, <laughs> I, don't I mean, I think I can foresee like what what would be the like just main priorities: tax cuts, deregulation, keep on feeding the fucking military industrial complex. Yeah. Um, no talks of any kind of minimum wage increase cutting social welfare programs no talks of helping labor unions yeah. none of that stuff and yeah. that's i mean it'd be another it'd be another bush and basically the everyday american would still be screwed dude yeah. I mean, and that's I, the truth the, the hardest thing i think for a lot of trump supporters to admit is that trump was just another bush that yeah. talked like a populist man like people have such a hard time separating the rhetoric from the actual policy man because when it comes to policy and legislation the guy was a lightweight man and tax cuts for the rich bro it, and it's hard for people like you said to themselves because i mean they're up in that man yeah. and if you if you strip that away from them what do they have left my my favorite thing that trump supporters say a lot is like bro like no 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 no, no. you you don't understand man i i don't like the guy's character yeah. I don't like I don't like how he lives his life. He's not a moral guy. I wouldn't vote for him uh, if it was just based on that. But his policies, man, I just love his policies. And I'm thinking uh, the next the next question I ask is name two policies that you fucking that this guy passed piece of legislation that you're just so fucking in love right. with. Man. Tax cuts, tax deal? tax cuts. For he, the he built the wall. He built the wall <laughs> that he didn't build. Right. Uh, oh no no yeah, and you know what what you, but, you know like, here's the thing like, this this is why this is so fucking nefarious man this is you know what evangelicals mention a lot that they love about trump <laughs> it's something that has nothing to do with them oh he moved the embassy to jerusalem bro i mean that's something that's right up my alley yeah it's, it's end times prophecy brother it's end times exactly man it's just like i'm telling you dude religion is the connective tissue between the yeah. lower class and the rich Republican Party. And that's all that they have left, dude, because we just try to get on some policy issues and they don't have anything policy wise. And we talked about that too. Now they don't have policies no. that Americans can say, you know what, I'm I'm gonna vote for this because the left doesn't have that, so I'm going right. And there's there's no one saying that today, dude. You know, so they're campaigning in churches. I'm pretty sure we'll see Ron DeSantis laughing at church soon. To sanctimonious. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, dude. He's going to Iowa again. As if the first time wasn't much, wasn't punishment enough. <laughs> now he has to go back and show his face again. All that's left is for somebody to throw a tomato or an egg at him, and then freaking get that to go viral. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I, I love to see the way they 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 spin they spin that. Uh, uh, this last story that, that we want to cover. Okay. Um, do you remember? Remember. <laughs> <laughs> Nice hearing from you, Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> no, most <laughs> Night of the Demons. Um, do you remember that story that I shared with you about that Florida lady? Yeah, who, I was who, who wanted to wanted to boy the ban the book who, from Oprah, Oprah Winfrey, bro. Who wanted to ban the book from Oprah Winfrey that wasn't written by Oprah Winfrey? Damn, bro. Oh my God. Like I said, I have long kill. I'm telling you, but these people get so wrapped up into their identities, man. Yeah. As Christian Republican fighters that, of they're doing God's work, wokeness, brother. Writing right? books is doing God's work. How man. fucking stupid is that? Dude? And it's like, it's like what these people, man. 
I don't know them, dude. Like they're so like antithetical to what I remember Republicans being. Yeah. That you don't recognize them. You don't. You don't. You don't recognize them, man. And it's so funny, man, because I don't know if you if you heard about the but the but the mass shooter who was in Texas was a white supremacist. But he's also Hispanic. Wow. Um, and that's and this, here's a story from the week that I found that I found I found kind of interesting, man, because it's so easy. It's so easy for for Latinos to be drawn into like nationalism. Yeah. And once you're drawn into like heavy nationalism, it's a thin line between like nationalism and like Christian nationalism <sighs> and like white nationalism. Yeah. You know, and pretty soon you're some fucking brown guy who's like talking like fucking Milo Yiannopoulos, you know, talking about how like times were better when when the white people were dominant here in America. Yeah. Right. Like a, a militant political militant, <laughs> yeah, and uh, the right wing version of Antifa. That's right, Antifa. <laughs> Antifa. You know, why are some Latinos drawn to white supremacy? Just I, I, I want to read some of this article. This is on uh, uh, this article is on the week done by Joel Mathis, and uh, it starts off the mass shooter who allegedly killed eight people at a Texas mall this month was a Hispanic man with purported neo-nazi view imagine that bro like like don't you want to climb into this guy's head and like go back to where like the seed was planted mm -hmm. like what ideas he was listening to and how it flourished and how it, he became like some fucking brown neo-nazi sad like the manipulation like, continues like bro. like I, I would love to see the the growth period from <laughs> from from where that idea was planted initially <laughs> And how he ended up fucking slaughtering eight people as a neo-Nazi. Yeah. So Axios reports part of the trend of a growing number of Hispanics pushing the doctrine of white supremacy. That Florida lady that we were talking about. She's a Hispanic lady, a Latina. Yeah. Wanting books that banned. No, no, wanting to ban, wanting to ban books that talked about the plight of minorities such as herself. Mm. In the name of fighting CRT yeah. and wokeness. One of the books was called I Am Cuban, mm -hmm. meaning like uh, with, with the struggle of being Cuban in America, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. They didn't talk about any like fucking, there wasn't any like child porn yeah. on there. That's always the excuse, right? Right. Uh, we, we're saving we, the children. Yeah, we're saving the children, right? We want to protect the children. That's always the excuse. There wasn't, there wasn't any talk here about it, but it just talked about like the struggles of a racial minority in America. Yeah. And this racial minority calls in probably high on fucking Fox News and Greg Gutfield and fucking the Jesse five. Waters and the five and that <laughs> other fucking maniac of a lady, the judge. What the fuck's your name? Oh, Janine Pirro. Jesus Christ. That right, lady's Janine a Pirro. fucking maniac. Judge dude. What a nightmare. Imagine being married to that fucking ghoul. <laughs> that ghoul. <laughs> uh, and she wanted Florida and she succeeded temporarily mm. in getting those books banned. Yeah. Like, don't you like? Wouldn't you want to get in the mind of that person, and then just see, like, goddamn, like, like, where do these like lines intersect between like right wing indoctrination and like a lack of education and being able to like to to think for yourself and to be able to like not just like thinking but like 
having the tools to be able to sift through information and know when somebody's giving you bullshit. Well, maybe it was the point when, remember when Trump had a rally and said, oh, we love the low educated, remember? <laughs> the, the, the low educated voters. The, the only part, the only that was Trump their, rally their, I remember, the only, siren. the only the line from a Trump rally I remember is, uh, is she called Ted Cruz a pussy. <laughs> did, you, did you remember that one or no? No. When, when the lady, when some lady called Ted Cruz a pussy, what? I, 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 I vaguely remember that, dude. Look, watch, we'll find it. Next. I'm sure it happened. It's just Trump called Ted Cruz a pussy. And real quick on the Florida lady, I don't know if that battle's over because they didn't actually ban the book out of the library. They just moved it to the middle school section. So the book is still there. Ah, okay. But I mean, I don't know if she's going to continue to be combative about it. Dude, they're they're just a gaggle of aggressive imbeciles, man. Here, watch this. Heard the other night at the base, they asked Ted Cruz serious question. Well, what do you think of waterboarding? Is it okay? And I, honestly, I thought he'd say absolutely, and he didn't. He said, "Well, it's you know, he's concerned about the answer because some people." She just said a terrible thing. Oh, I remember that, yeah. You know what she said? Shout it out, because I don't want to... <laughs> okay, you're not allowed to say, and I never expect to hear that from you again. She said, I never expect to hear that from you again. <laughs> she said he's a pussy. So and the crowd reacts. The little pastors and Christians, right? Freaking, yeah, Ted's a pussy. I'm like, in. Yeah, I'm in it, my nose. <laughs> Gloria de Dios. Gloria de Dios. God damn, dude. Jay and the Bob's That's fucking terrible. Oh, Lord. Viva su nombre. Yeah. Oh, man. I just. And that's where we're at, man. That's a freaking sad state, dude, that we're in right now. This is as a nation, dude. You know what the dead giveaway for me about like this whole like idolizing Trump thing was? At, at fucking CPAC, where they literally like wheeled in like a golden statue of Trump. Oh, like, where? I didn't see that. You never seen that? I haven't seen that, dude. What the, the hell? Dude, it's king. Look, watch. Let me, let me, let me just. The serious? Dude. And I'm, and I'm looking at this and I'm like thinking, dude, like, dude. The these, golden calf? These people don't know irony, man. Gloria Dios. Preach it. Golden yeah. Trump, Trump statue at CPAC. Oh, that was freaking two years ago. Wow, dude. I told uh, I was unplugged, like I tell you, man. So, what the <laughs> hell? Huh? Folks, is that what you want to be supporting, dude? What the fuck is going on, man? Seriously, dude. It's like, I can say, listen, man, like, this Trump obsession has gone too far. Hell yeah, dude. What the hell is Or that? I could show people this. And it still wouldn't make a difference. You literally have a golden calf statue of Trump and Christians. I'm, I'm assuming these, everybody that CPAC's got to be evangelical or Christian, right? Are literally taking pictures with the calf. With the with the calf. Yeah, dude. See, look, the only way to get the correct response out of Christians on stuff like this is if that statue was of Barack Obama or Joe Biden. Then you'll start to hear the right reactions from them. Like, hey, hermano, we can't have idolatry. Right. We can't have this and that. But because it, it's their guy, well, it's just a joke, brother. It's just it's just a decoration. And that's always a test, dude. That's yeah. always a test. Like, like you, when you flip it around like that, yeah, dude. Like, 
how would your reaction be if it was Obama? If it was Obama. And then next time or Hillary. And right. And next time, just don't even like show them the Trump one. Show them, like some fake like like Hillary one and see how they react. Yeah. And then, and, show, and them. then show them. Actually, it wasn't Hillary. It's, this is what's going on. And yeah. see their fucking reaction. Yeah, dude. And you'll see the true colors come out, dude. Ah, a lot man. of misguided people, man. That's the tough part. Uh, back to the the whole Latinos or the white supremacy thing, man. Um, I don't know how much of that is overblown. Um, that you know the media tends to like overblow a lot of yeah. over exaggerate a lot of things. But I will say, from my own ex- my own personal experience being in that like super nationalistic like um, far right fervor, <laughs> yeah, right. There there was just on one occasion. That my dad and I, or my my whole family, we, we were at our house, right? And we get a knock on the door, and uh, there were a couple of uh, Jovas of, of immigrants. No oh, okay. immigrants. It was, it was it was nighttime. It was a man and his and his wife, and I think their kid, right? And my dad answered the door, and um, they basically needed a ride to somewhere, right? And right away, man, like my fucking radar went off, dude. I'm thinking that better not be aiding and abetting these illegals, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is illegal, and this is our country, man. They broke the law. They got they got to get sent back. The only place Dad ought to send them is back to the border. Yeah. Right. In my mind, that's what I was thinking. You know what I mean? My dad was not thinking like that. He was thinking about humanity. He was thinking about like the human side of you right. know, things, right? I was so indoctrinated, man. And eventually. My dad said, yeah, he'll take them. He fed them. He gave them food and he gave them like a dozen of tamales that we had there, I think, right? That's a true Christian response, though. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it really is. And he asked me to go with him, and I reluctantly went, dude. I'm there with my fucking jeta in the front. I'm pissed off, right? Because front, I, can, like... I, can, I can hear the words of Rush Limbaugh in my mind, bro. Like, like this is un-American. This is yeah. unpatriotic, right? Um, at that point in my life, bro, how thin was the line to where I'm, I'm like – full-on white supremacist man like i mean like like what are the next steps right like what's like what does the flow chart say next you you all you're already behaving in a repugnant fucking way towards like fellow human beings who are who are obviously struggling right mm-hmm. and i consider myself a christian at the time yeah. that dude like it's terrible man it is terrible dude but like that just shows you how like extreme right-wing politics makes even good people do bad things it turns good people into pieces of shit yeah it's it's really like a cancerous growth right now in the evangelical community and in in right-wing politics dude that's shit somebody needs to call it out as i think we're starting to do and it needs to stop bro because shit's gonna get ugly man because you've seen how passionate these people are in these communities dude yeah and if they feel like the devil's on their doorstep what are they gonna do they're gonna fight. They're gonna fight back. They're gonna retaliate, dude. They're gonna lash right. out. But the, the thing is, like, why do they feel like the devil's at their doorstep? Um, it's a marketing ploy, man. It's very, very, you very. A lot of people in church when you tell them that the devil's about to, Jesus is about to return. Why do you think they've been doing that for years, dude? And interestingly enough, man, there was a, there was a, well, the podcast I told you about where that lady kind of she uh, does documentaries and she entrenches herself in like in different communities. Yeah. She, uh, this is on the Michael Shermer podcast, but she entrenched herself in the evangelical community for two years. She became a part of the community, right? Like she, she made friends, probably still has friends. It wasn't like a, like, I'm here to expose you guys, or I'm here to like belittle you guys. It was here to like understand 
or try to understand what they think and what they believe by becoming a part of it. Right. right? Very, very interesting experiment, man. Yeah. Like, you know, to like lower your defenses, lower what you think, you know, about reality and education and that stuff. And just try to like inculcate yourself within groups of people. Yeah. And like, she writes a very like interesting book about like, no, like God's real. Like I've, she has no doubt that God is real to them. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, like, um, I mean, she will. She'll. She does far way, way better justice to it than I than I ever could. But yeah. in this, she there was some research that was done. There was one emotional factor in people mm-hmm. that was a key in in, in conversion, mm-hmm. in conversion into like evangelical circles or evan or evangelical communities, right? right. That one key indicator across the board yeah. was anger. You would think it would be like, you know, depression. You would think it would be like trauma yeah. or it would be, um, you know, anxiety or struggle or it was anger. Yeah. Like that was the one key emotional indicator that well, people. The common denominator. The common the people who are angry are the ones that are more likely to become like evangelical fanatical one thing i'll say to that is that there there's a uh, a particular religious teacher pastor that that i still revere and i have reverence for please don't and, say john hagee no 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 john hagee no but uh i'm not gonna say his name i'm just gonna say, say his name one, one thing that the one thing that i that i that i like that he said that i always always remains with me he's like oftentimes in the church community you have anger and resentment masquerading around as this passion for righteousness and to be zealots, you know, mm. for the faith. And that's what she probably experienced. That's powerful dude. right there. Yeah, dude, because it's profound because you do see that. And we're seeing more of that now, especially yeah. with the whole approaching the 2024 election. I mean, I'm I'm not worried, but I'm thinking now what's going to happen when Trump doesn't win again? How are they going to react? If last time they were raising hell because they thought the election was stolen if that happens again, dude, they had a riot and luckily no one was hurt or lost their life. Right. I mean, some some people might have been injured or scuffed up. But and, and the sad thing about that is that, you know, Trump doesn't care about whether it happens again or not. You know, no. he would prefer to have it again. Yeah. Because they're, they're already going to start talking about like rigged elections and they're already starting to talk about like, you know, uh, if he doesn't win, like, you know, they're always, they're sounding the same, dude. And it's not yeah. just him anymore, dude. You got that fucking lunatic Kerry Lake, who's yeah. uh, who's saying the same shit, dude. From Arizona, right? From Arizona. Yeah. Um, and these people, man, they're priming the people, or they're growing. And they're charismatic, dude. Yeah. Like if if you look at that, they're so effective and so dangerous at the same time that they're charismatic. Kerry yeah. Lake is charismatic as fuck. Like dude. Hulk Hogan used to say, you got to be a showman. And that's yeah, exactly dude. what they are, bro. They're yeah, selling their product. They're showmen, dude. And they're confident. Yeah. They're saying completely crazy things that are unprovable and that haven't been proven mm-hmm. and that there's no evidence for, but they're saying it with like the devil's confidence, man. Yep. They're saying it with like such an assurance that it's true. Yeah. When Trump speaks, when he talks about the election, dude, he's saying it, dude, like if he believes it. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing about these people, man, is like uh, there was a when. Trump ran like there was a story about the church that he would go to. I don't know if you remember, like it's kind of like the secret kind of a thing. You mean uh, Jeremiah Wright? 
How many man. times did we see that damn video on Fox News, God bro? Damn it, God damn it! Remember with Obama's church, Obama, Jeremiah Wright. Sorry, not to get off track. This just came no, to no, mind. No, but, but, <laughs> you, you don't remember that that dude's name? It's like some some mega church where like he preaches like Rodney Howard Brown. Nah, baby, that's a piche, in Florida. Otro. He was at FPG uh, not too long ago, uh, bro. No, I know. And Rodney Howard. No, man, this, this this guy preaches a lot, like kind of like he he meshes Christianity with like the secret. You've heard of the secret, right? Where like if you just believe it, the universe things and it'll happen for you. Uh, like yeah, I mean I've heard of that concept, but I'm not sure of the guy. Well, so like this preacher is he, he merged both concepts of like Christianity and the secret, right? And it's basically like whatever you believe mentally, right, that it's gonna happen. Uh, it's gonna manifest itself in the physical world. Okay. Whatever, like you concentrate on. It's kind of like it, the speak it forth sort of thing, right? Right. Okay. And so, like, Trump was like a like a disciple of that of that kind of thinking, and you can see it. Yeah. You can see it, right? Because even if it's the 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 most biggest bunch of bullshit, like demonstrably false. Like I had the biggest inauguration crowd size. <laughs> I remember the video, dude. There's got, photos. Though. Like, there's photos. And you have your people go out there and embarrass themselves and tell people and actually know it was the biggest crowd. You're thinking like, what are you doing? But they remember the response. Oh, that they photoshopped the crowd out of the event. That those are not those are not the real photos. And they started showing smaller photos that are more yeah. zoomed in to make it seem like the crowd was full. Back at the Trump presidency, like those were like the initial red flags, dude. That yeah, this dude. was that this guy was a fucking lunatic. Like, I remember that being dude. so like overly concerned about like perception. Mm. And like you had to just be the greatest. You had to be like you have to everything was bigger and better with Trump, right? Like, yeah. but that's just like perception, man. And that's like the sell. That's, that's the, the sell, dude. Yeah. Like his crowd size was the biggest, and like it's not about doing what's right either for him. It's just about being the biggest, the baddest, the best, you know. Right. And who gives and a, who truth gives a damn, damn man? Yeah, who gives a damn about that? And truth that's when like that shit Kellyanne Conway came out, like, well, actually, we got our other facts here that we wanna. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, man. I don't know, dude. I think I think twenty twenty four is going to be interesting, man. It, I think it's going to um, be an even bigger, bigger mess, dude. To be honest, I hope I hope Ron DeSantis is able to to beat out Trump. Not not because I think Ron DeSantis is going to be better, but I just think I just think like Joe Biden, dude. I disagree with on policy, mm-hmm. you know. And after he dead and gone, you can always go back to it and say, you know what, like. Like this policies, we're in, and we can change the policies, right? Yeah. With Trump, the disagreement is out of the of the of the policy realm. <laughs> it's just into just a different view on on our country. It's just like a different view. Like, be, I, in order to support Trump, I would have to be okay with authoritarianism. Mm-hmm. I would have to be okay with um, a prick with. I mean, I'm okay with a prick. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm a, a prick that you know, like FDR was a prick. Yeah. You know, but at least FDR looked out for the people. That's what I'm saying, though. Like this guy doesn't give a. He's selfish. He and, and, and so, like, yeah, like so, like, like I said, in order to vote for Trump, I would have to be with like a fucking authoritarian narcissist yeah. who is corrupt as fuck and doesn't like being out of power. Those are all dangerous fucking and. And you couple that with the 25, 30% occult following that he has of people willing 
to do whatever he asked him to do to support his and dude and use. you have a very very real threat to the country man yeah. you don't have that with joe biden bro there's nobody going out there willing to die for biden dog yeah. like, there's no biden cult like dude like biden's barely hanging in there dude like yeah. his own party wants him not to run <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean like there's no cult on the left bro. when it comes to like authoritative figure but you wouldn't know that if you listen to marjorie taylor green who's saying that uh joe biden is beholden to the far left dude can you and believe that bro, there's far leftists, bro who would fucking who would say from her mouth to god's ears baby. says the lady that freaking cheated on her husband and fornicated and committed adultery and all this i mean just saying bro like i mean wow what a, the the she takes the moral the moral podium and yet over here behind closed doors just like the catholic go priest. Go yeah right she got a divorce no yeah, she got divorced. Yeah, she got divorced. Fucking divorced her ass, dude. I think she goes to another one too soon. Yeah, I know that. Ah, man. Yeah, dude. It's uh, yeah. I can't. I can't. And I will go on the record and I will say this: that if it is Trump and Biden again, I will vote for Biden right. without a zero zero problem. Yeah. Um, I, I I would probably still hold out, dude. I mean, it would it, it would take a lot. One one of the important issues, uh, well, there there's not an issue that can. That can sway me. I would say, just I probably wouldn't vote, dude. Honestly, that's what yeah. I do. So uh, you, you would, I do think, it, you would do what I did in twenty twenty. I think, yeah, and I, I think for me, like I just feel personally, like just like I don't have a place to to go, like politically, politically. Yeah, yeah dude. Like I feel like uh, I've been left out somehow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm on I'm on that same boat, dude. Like um, nothing, nothing like my criticisms of the Republican Party are not an endorsement of Democrats. Yeah. It's just I feel like every 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 everything, everything, man, like every religion has its turn at bat. Every political movement has its turn at, at bat at being real threats. Mm -hmm. And I think right now like the emotional anger and resentment and willingness to do evil and violence is owned and monopolized by the right. Yeah, the righteous um, crusade. And and you can you can point to like Black Lives Matter. And you can point to like you know Antifa and all these movements, and you know, and they deserve criticism, of course. Yeah. But to think that they're on the same scale, they're not. To think that they have like to think that just put them side by side, to think that like Black Lives Matter, some kind of like leader that has like thirty percent uh, of the dying undying loyalty of exactly, their following, don't even that have... are that are armed to the fucking teeth. Yeah. No, man, like it's that's nowhere. And it, it Black Lives Matter, man, for all of the, the bullshit and the looting and all the shit, bro. The anger that started the movement was justified. Mm -hmm. Like the anger, like the writing wasn't. Mm -hmm. But if you compare, man, like the the anger that black people had at the same fucking thing that happens over and over and over again. With uh, black people getting just fucking shot for no fucking reason by cops, and I shouldn't say by no fucking reason, but the George George Floyd thing, man. Yeah. Um, you know that was terrible. And on dude. video, dude, and people still, man, like defending um, it, defending it, saying like, "Well, actually, George Floyd died of an overdose, or or he was a criminal." Did you look at his record? Yeah, dude. And what it's the like, fuck man, dude, have to like, do with anything? You fucking sick asshole, man. That, that was a point for me, dude. That I was like, dude, something's not right here, bro. Like. This reaction and, and, and these same people, dude, in Churchill Sunday, alabando el Dios, yeah, alabando el Señor. You need to repent, brother. No, yeah, I, I'm I'm done with that life. Dude. I'm done with that community. The furrow, dude. Like, I mean, best wishes to everybody, but I don't give a fuck about that shit no more, dude. Hmm. Yeah, dude. Um, I'm done with that, bro. I mean, until they've shown that they're worthy of of principles and they're worthy and that they, that they're just not like 
Christians masquerading as Republicans. You know why? You know why I'm Republican masquerading as Christians? Because I could say I could say this with confidence, bro. From what I know and the education that I've received, I know that God's not in those places, dude. I just know that in my heart, He's not there, bro. Yeah. He's not. You know. Yeah, that's and if I mean, well, I guess we'll just close out on this right here. Like we, I've long observed, I guess you can say, that the way Jesus Himself like the founder of Christianity behaved in the gospels and the, the philosophy behind what drove a lot of what he said, how, how to treat people, how to treat the poor, how to treat strangers in your land, mm-hmm. how to, you know, none of that, none of that can you map on to right wing Christian evangelicalism mm-hmm. in the American South. You can literally that there's no relationship there. Like the Jesus in the Bible is foreign to how these people behave. Yeah. The way they treat immigrants, for example. Yeah. Like the the way they call them invaders and the way they support militias and the way they support uh the way people talk about them. Um it's just it's Jesus can't be found there. Yeah. Like that's that's pure republican politics yep. pure republican politics and you can have compassion for immigrants and also want there to be border protection sure again man like these things nowhere does it say that you can't do both yeah it's not one or the other but a lot of these folks they have that mindset where it, you're you're on you're on this side or you're on that side right. but there's not right you can't blend you know you can't right. grab the boast of both worlds so there was I got I got restricted on Facebook the months back because there was this guy who I don't even know how we became friends. Podcast, some older white guy, and it's always these old white guys, bro, that are they're taking their dying breaths <laughs> with anger and hatred. Yeah. Um. We'll 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 end right here. That's cool. And uh, and he was he was always going to church. He was always like you know trying to like self righteous bully his way to, to people's Facebook posts. You know what I mean, like. And then and I he was uh, talks about immigration, right? And he comes out and he says that there should be snipers on uh, top of Trump's border wall. And I'm thinking to myself, dude, are you not listening to yourself? Like the fucking cognitive dissonance, man, to hold two fucking foreign thoughts in your mind at the same time. Yeah, I'll see you at church on Sunday to worship the Lord. And there should be snipers on top of Trump's border wall to kill innocent men, women, and children yeah. and keep them from coming over. That's what God wants, though. So. Go fuck yourself. I agree, man. Like, there's, I have no, no issue calling. And I'll never. And I, I've decided. And I, I, whatever you want to call, like that's he's not a Christian. Yeah, and I'll like, he's ne- not a Christian. And I'll never stand side by side with some piece of shit that thinks that, dude. I never will, dude, because that's just wrong, dude. That's just wrong, dude. And it doesn't make anybody less than. But what that guy is advocating, dude, is complete bullshit, dude. No. And to sit there and say, yeah, brother, well, we got to protect our border. Fuck you, dude. The Bible fuck says you. the Bible says we should, they, we should respect the No, fuck you. That's what I say, dude. <laughs> How? <laughs> again, again. <laughs> nah. Big Steve. Yes, sir.